Welcome back to the X-Wing Guys podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Belka, and I'm joined today, as always, with my two co-hosts, Bert Vest. What's up? And the X-Wing Guy himself, Tyler Treadway. Hello. Today, we're going to be talking all things, well, in preparation for um, The Flash. We're throwing it back. We watched the best Batman movies. Just kidding. We all know that Batman and Robin is actually the best Batman movies. But we watched the other ones with Michael Keaton. So we'll be discussing all things those. And then, but first, some news. Let's get into it. So I have one news, um, and it's another really dumb thing that doesn't, like it's not actually news, it's just an article that I saw on Google that I thought would be funny to talk about. So I had the idea that we should create a whole new segment for Tyler where he gives us news about things from like 15 years ago. (laughs) Last week we had Arkham Knight news, this week we have Harry Potter thing, this Harry Potter thing. (laughs) Nice. Um, So J.K. Rowling... um, Wrote these pretty cool books. I hear the seventh one's coming out soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, the Deathly Hallows or something. I guess all of them are coming out soon with the new um, show. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, so I was just looking for some news today, and I found an article by someone. I actually lost it, so I can't read off of it, but I remember what it said. Um, basically, the house that is in... Like the first couple of Harry Potter movies that they use for like Privet Drive where Harry grows up in like the cupboard. Mm-hmm. Um, that house is owned like by some regular people and they say that like every single morning and every single night, like they'll wake up and look out the window and there will just be like Harry Potter fans crying like on their lawn. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're like, yeah, we thought we'd get used to it, but it's actually really weird. Like... <laughs> Um, and basically, so people wake up early, go to this house to mourn. Yeah, it's like a pilgrimage. (laughs) They're like, yeah, we thought it'd be like fine or whatever, but they just like, it's like a lot of grown people are just crying outside in like Harry Potter. That sounds like some children of the corn type stuff. (laughs) Wake up and you're surrounded. (laughs) Yeah. And they're like, we love Harry Potter and it's awesome. So like, we understand why people want to come, but people show up in like buses and we feel really bad for our neighbors because there's always like, like our street is always crowded because people come to like take pictures in front of our house. Some guy saw an opportunity to be a bus driver to just to this just one house. This. <laughs> He's making bank every day. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's really funny because I guess um, they use it up until like the third movie, I think. Um, Prisoner of Alcatraz, <laughs> that famous movie that everyone knows and loves. I know it's actually Azkaban, but... He doesn't know that. I don't know. On the record, know. he does not know Henry that. Potter and the Prisoner of Alcatraz. Yep, correct. Um, but they built the entire like neighborhood for like to use as a set so they didn't have to like kick everyone out for a couple days or whatever um 
and I don't know if it's still up or whatever, but I feel like they could just go to that instead of this person's like actual house. I think it's pretty funny though. I think they should keep doing. It. I guess um, I haven't seen Breaking Bad, but there's a part where somebody throws a pizza on the roof, and the people that live in that house just constantly get pizza in the, on the roof now because of that show. So people just go by and throw pizza on the roof. <laughs> I would yeah. just, I would, yeah, I would just put like tarp on the roof or something. So, so you so just the pull down the pizza. Get dirty when it lands on. And then you just the have a free snack every night. Pizza. <laughs> just have a permanent ladder on the backyard. Yeah. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. You'd save a lot of money on food. So there you go. If you're going to buy a house that's like in a movie, just get ready. It's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Mostly a curse. Mostly a curse. That'd, that'd be really uncomfortable. Do you get the novelty of, of owning the house for like a couple days and then... Once you're used to it, it's just like... just Because it just have, looks like a normal house. There's nothing like yeah. really Harry Potter about it. I guess that you got the cupboard under the stairway. Yeah. Which is and that's one of the things they said. They were like, yeah, I mean, we still have the cupboard, but we use it for like storage because it's just a cupboard. <laughs> they don't keep We vowed never to put there. children under the <laughs> stairs again. In honor of Harry Potter. You gotta <laughs> put a... Put a child down there. Yeah. Huh. So that's my news, my really important news. The ghost of Daniel Radcliffe lives when when he becomes a ghost. <laughs> is going to dwell under those stairs. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of new segments, because I think that uh, that's Tyler's new segment. News segments? Yeah. But I have a segment called, I, I made today, called Take the Bait change the date and this is where i just talk about a bunch of things that got their dates changed oh like delayed delays no not necessarily you'll see they're just their dates have been changed oh okay um so like the entire mcu schedule Mm -hmm. got like mixed around um i'll just read some of these out real quick uh deadpool 3 is now coming out in may 3rd next year and it was going to come out in november 8th and so I think that's because Deadpool 3 is continuing to film through the writer's strike, mm-hmm. whereas everything else is kind of stopping production. Okay. So they're able to move it up, and, they're, and it's switching places. Actually, no. Yeah, it took Captain America's new spot, mm-hmm. which is called Captain America Brave New World. Hmm. What do you guys think about that name? A whole new world. Yeah, that's a brave but it's like, new world. Yeah. I'd watch, it's just like The Little Mermaid, but it's Captain America. That's Aladdin. Also, I heard <laughs> that song. Is, that what is you're it? Aladdin, to? That's yeah. Aladdin. Oh, dang it. <laughs> dang it. I thought she sings it when she's we like, We haven't seen fool. the new Little Mermaid, so we'll give you a break. <laughs> okay. She says, oh, what's her song about a world? Um, Does she have a song about a world? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, like, she has one where she wants to have feet and put, dance in the sun. Whatever that is. All right, we'll give you a pass. Thanks. Um, we get one. Okay. I heard Zazie Beats isn't going to be in the new one. That's another news. Yeah, she was Domino in the last yeah. one. Yeah. I haven't seen any of the Deadpool movies. I've also not seen them. So, pretty awesome that she's not going to be in it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she's probably good in it. Yeah. She seems cool. I don't think I've seen her in anything. Um, So, Brave New World comes out July 26th. The Thunderbolts used to come out July 26th. It's now coming out December 20th. And that's like Red Hulk 
She-Hulk. No, I don't think so. No, Thunderbolts is like, at least in the comics, it's like Marvel's version of the Suicide Squad. Oh, isn't, isn't Red Hulk in it? So Maybe. Red Hulk is Thunderbolt Ross? Yes, which so Thunderbolts. Apparently the Thunderbolts aren't named after him. Oh. Which is weird, because I feel like he'd be a good leader. Probably named after Chick Hicks from Cars, because he's always like, Thunder, you know? Yeah, I, I agree with you. Hold on, let me look up who is in the Thunderbolts that we know. Okay. I think it's like, uh, we'll just edit this part out. I was imagining like Red Hulk, Elektra, Deadpool sometimes, Wolverine sometimes, but I don't know. Maybe I was thinking of a different team. Very much themed the color red. Okay, so this is from Nerdist. Oh, we can't read that because we're not nerds? This is Nerdist. It's like racist, but for nerds. Oh, okay. Then we can read it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're going to have... You know what? I can't read this. I'm just going to tell you what's on Google. Just like the top answers. So these may or may not be true. Uh, We have Thunderbolt Ross, so... So I was right. You're right. But I don't think he's going to be Red Hulk. He's just going to be a regular guy Who's with Harrison a big mustache. Ford. He's Harrison Ford now. Oh, that's of, awesome, actually. Yeah. Um, Taskmaster, Ghost, U.S. Agent, Zemo, um, Yelena. Yelena Maximoff? Yeah, I think her name's no, no. Belova. But she, she's Natasha's sister. Romanoff. Uh, that's what I was looking for. Not Bucky, Maximoff. That's Wanda. Bucky Barnes. Um... Red Guardian, those guys. Nice. So, would you say that like Task Taxmaster is in it? Yeah, that's what it says. Do you want to do your famous Taxmaster riff? <laughs> I don't know my famous Taxmaster. Okay, so Kyle calls me up one day and he's like, "Hey, you know it would be really funny." I was like, "What?" And he was like, "You know Taskmaster Master?" And then I was like, "Yeah." And he's like. What if it's actually just tax master and he oh, yeah he does like, your taxes he does your taxes <laughs> and if he like he works for the IRS or something like that he's gonna get you and if and if you don't he just like Taskmaster who learns like all the Avengers moves so it's like hard to beat him he learns all the tax evaders moves yeah and like it's pretty much impossible to evade tax from the task Taskmaster. Yeah, and this is like real. This is what's. This is the character that's gonna be in the Thunderbolts. It better be. That'd be, that'd be more interesting, I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, then we have Blade was going to come out September sixth, twenty twenty four. It's moved back to February fourteenth, Valentine's Day. Ooh. It's a romantic movie you can take your woman to. Blade. Go see some <laughs> vampires get murdered. Yeah. With katanas. Um, Fantastic Four. Was going to come out on Valentine's Day, but now it's coming out May 2nd, 2025. Avengers King Dynasty is coming out May 1st. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see Quantumania? Like Ant-Man, Quantumania? Like what happens to King in that? I didn't watch it. Hmm. Bird? And in Ant-Man, Ant-Man, like the new Ant-Man? Did you watch it? Yeah. What happens to King? Spoilers for Ant-Man. Um... Just skip ahead like 20 seconds or like 35, depending on how long it takes Bear to answer. I'm trying to think. Talking to me. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'll maybe edit this out. I was talking to the Oh, lecture. so I'm trying to think how his 
reign ends because he gets trapped. Oops. He gets hit. Well, yeah, he gets trapped in the quantum realm because what's her face that was trapped down there? You know what I'm talking about? No. Yeah, <laughs> none of us have seen this movie. <laughs> no, well, it's um, oh, um, Janet, Janet Van Dyne, yeah, like, uh, wasp lady, yeah, Old wasp. So he crashes like where she's kind of set up camp, and then she tries to help him fix his ship that allows him to transfer between worlds and dimensions and into the quantum realm and everything like that, yeah. Um, and in doing so, and it's all connected to his mind by, by, like, this core. And she touches the core and sees, like, everything he's done and his grand master plan. And, like, and so Whoa. she sabotages it. Afterwards, there's just a huge war. And all of, like, all the species and people from the quantum realm kind of gain up on him. And then... Oh, yeah, because then they open a portal back to the real world. Mm-hmm. And he keeps, um, he like keeps Ant Man there, and then Wasp goes in to like save him, mm-hmm. and then the portal closes, and they're like trapped again in the quantum realm. Wait, so Ant Man and the team are trapped in the quantum? No, just so he gets he gets everybody out. So um, just Scott and Hope are trapped in the quantum realm, Oops. and then it kind of. And then everyone's like, oh, no, like, like we just failed. They're, they're trapped there. Mm-hmm. But then they just kind of open a portal, and then they come back. So I think they just, they killed, I think they killed them. But but I feel like there's infinite kinda, numbers of Kang, so yeah, whatever happens to that guy doesn't Well, really that's matter. the thing, because the cut scene basically was like, if, I, if I'm remembering correctly, it's like, that guy didn't know what he was doing. Like, we'll take it into our own hands. Mm-hmm. Was there, like, a bunch of them? Yeah. Okay, so there's the Council of Kings. But Jonathan Majors, who played King, is, like, undergoing some allegations right now. Hmm. So who knows if he'll continue to play King or not. Yeah. I heard, actually, the other day, I don't know if this is true or not. Um, shout out to my boss, Aaron. Aaron! <laughs> Aaron! Um, apparently the whole script for that movie got leaked. So originally, um, Scott and... Um, Wait, the script for Quantum Mania? Yeah. Okay. The whole thing got leaked, like the entire thing. So they changed the third act so it was different from the original script. And that's why those guys got out of the portal at the end because originally they were going to get stuck. But then everyone was like, oh, well, we know that before the movie's coming out. So they're like, oh, nope. They'd, they'd get back out. Hmm. But I don't know if that's true. But probably is. I can see that happening. Oh, never mind. So it's coming out May 1st, 2026. Secret Wars is coming out. Avengers Secret Wars is coming out May 7th, 2027. Okay. Yeah, because I, I also heard they, like, aside from Marvel, like, they push back. I think they push back the new Avatar, too. Comes out in, like, 2025. And the next one comes out in, like, 2029. The last one's, like, 2031. Jeez. I think that Way of Water was supposed to come out originally in like twenty six or twenty eighteen. But weren't like they that. supposed to be back to back? Yeah, I think they filmed them all already, so I don't know why. 
Because the last one doesn't come out for another decade. Because the writer's <laughs> strike shouldn't affect that at all. Because if it's already filmed. It's already in pro- process, yeah. So, I don't know. Um, and then also two Star Wars movies were pushed back from... One being pushed back from December 19, 2025 to May 22nd, 2026. Hey, that's literally my birthday. On 2026. Happy birthday in 2026. Oh, that's (laughs) going to be an exciting year. (laughs) (laughs) And the second Star Wars movie is coming out December 18th, 2026. So that was just me reading a bunch of dates, I realized. That's awesome. (laughs) So to everyone listening, (laughs) everything you're excited to watch is going to have to wait like a few months to... A couple of years. Except I mean, Deadpool I'm ex- three moved up. I'm so. pretty excited if like Star Wars movies coming out on my birthday in 2026 or whatever. Also, that's gonna ruin your birthday. Nobody's gonna come hang out with you because everyone's yeah, gonna be at Star Wars. Watching Star Wars. Uh, I'm gonna be, be watching gonna be Star Wars all day. Yeah, I'm gonna be in the theater all day. <laughs> I'm the X-wing guy. What else am I supposed to do? <laughs> that's true. I really like. I love Christmas Star Wars though. Like the December 18th yeah. date. Like every time it gets around Christmas, I'm still like hoping for new star wars movie like i'll watch the sequel trilogy again just because i'm like oh it's christmas and star wars is christmas because yeah it used to be like an event but now there's so much of it that it's less of an event yeah i don't know we haven't gotten a movie in a long time though yeah we haven't got a movie we got a lot of tv though yeah mostly not great tv well yeah andor andor is really good mando's pretty good Mm -hmm. boba fett's not and Kenobi's okay. The Bad Batch season two is good. Oh, that's true. All right, we got mostly good Star Wars. Yeah. yeah but the the stuff that's not good hurts. Yeah, we could probably spend a whole episode talking about if Star Wars is still, like, peak Star Wars. Yeah, maybe we'll come back to that. Well, speaking of things not being that great, um, this was, like, last month. You guys probably um, heard about it. But James Gunn came out and was talking about like the superhero movie fatigue like during kind of during mm-hmm. his transition to dc yeah you know and how like all all the new marvel movies coming out have had really low grossing well just low success because um people are kind of getting sick of marvel mm-hmm. in the sense that it's not it's not really like emotional anymore and the characters are just boring yeah except for james gunn's movie well that's what i was kind of thinking about last week is like i was kind of getting that too because i didn't i haven't seen really any of the new marvel movies except for the good ones so i saw like yeah. black panther and um the other one except you didn't Guardians watch doctor Galaxy. strange i watched doctor strange he didn't watch doctor oh strange. tyler didn't watch i did actually i watched it like last week on my phone oh but did i you like it yeah i liked it a lot okay nice <laughs> but I used to get excited about like every Marvel movie that was coming out like I had to see it. I know we used to make it like an event yeah. when a new Marvel movie would come out all the boys would get together we'd have to go see it. Little yeah. Caesars afterwards <laughs> that was awesome and so I thought that was it but I think like seeing Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse and Guardians of the Galaxy I really as I'm not getting superhero fatigue I just don't like bad movies I think and yeah. they, they <laughs> just again, started Guardians making, of the Galaxy was made by James Gunn, who's kind of trying to flip flip it around and avoid that. 
yeah i yeah. think you can just keep making it interesting you yeah. just if you put out crap movies then of course we're gonna get fatigued by it because they're crap like those those kind of movies like there's so many marvel movies that are just the same like they're all pretty like they're all decent you know um but it just like the superhero formula where the superhero like does a makes a mistake iron man pretty much the yeah movie just iron man. the movie iron man which is still a great movie like it set the trend but then everything else but then everyone else the is trend. just the iron man movie yeah so and then iron man happened like three times yeah like the same movie and so like i think they should just tone it back maybe do like one or two movies a year and just give them to directors that have like their own creative vision instead of just sticking it into the marvel machine yeah and yeah yeah i feel like they they're still trying to like make sure all the that they all after the avengers movies and i know they're still coming out with two more phases but they're still trying to make everything like connect with each other which is good but i feel like it's getting really convoluted and especially like, said, with- like if they just made the gap a bit bigger on when these movies come out and have more creative and individual writing but still make it canon yeah instead of flooding the yeah there's so much like like i've always hated it and like when you're reading a comic book and then it ends on a cliffhanger and then you have the next one and it's like oh well the end of that comic book ended in this other series of comic books from like another character yeah it's like read that yeah and it's like with the marvel like tv series i feel like there's not a lot of like high quality like they're all they look amazing and stuff but they were kind of like dry i guess i thought a lot of them were really good but they just the none of them i feel like stuck the finale like moon knight i thought was really interesting but the finale was just like two giant dudes punching each other and then Littler dudes punching each other. Yeah. Also, like nobody ever talks about those shows. That's true. Like I, so I really still loved... get ads for Captain America, yeah. <laughs> or Winter Soldier and Falcon or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes on YouTube for some reason. I got an ad for Kenobi the other day, and I was like, "Whoa." Yeah, it's weird. But like, when you expect all of your viewers to like keep up with every single movie, I think that gets hard, and that adds to the fatigue. And it was okay when it was like two or three movies a year but now it's like i think there's something in like i mean phase four phase five of marvel i don't know i don't know but it was like 56 hours of content out there something like that whereas the other few phases were like 10 12 hours of content yeah and they're all like big blockbuster movies yeah yeah because i i liked being able to go on like Disney Plus or a streaming service and watch them all in order, you know? Yeah. And be able to stick with it the whole time. But now you can't do that now because there's so many branches from, you know, new TV shows that are coming out, new movies that are coming out mm-hmm. that it's like, you wouldn't be able to do that. You wouldn't be able yeah. to just go and watch them all the way through. Like, if you hadn't watched WandaVision, I feel like the Doctor Strange movie would not make very yeah, much sense. Yeah, that's another thing. Is these t- You have to watch these TV shows to get everything in some of these movies. Yeah. I'm interested to see, like, like in 10, 20 years, like, with our kids, if they're going to go back. Because, like, we still go back and watch, like, the old Star Wars movies because 
there was three of them, you know, or whatever. And so I wonder if our kids are going to watch Iron Man at all, or if they're just going to be so flooded with Dude, new make stuff them. that they won't be <laughs> able to go back and watch Iron Man. Yeah, I, I've thought about that too. It's kind of sad, because... Yeah. Like, the origin of Iron Man, Captain America, you know, the Incredible Hulk, like, those those characters were... So that cool. canon was... And that was in our lifetime when those were brought to life. Yeah. Like, when we were growing up. Yeah. Is when those came out. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, we did watch the original Star Wars trilogy, like, a million times growing up. Yeah, but you're not going to be able to do that. you're not going to be able to do that. Because there's, like... Yeah. 56 hours of content every year and so if i want my kids to experience infinity war the way i experienced infinity war i'm gonna have to sit them down and have them watch like 26 movies yeah. before they can <laughs> Which, that just might be how it has to happen you know there's yeah i guess instead of grounding your son just force him to watch the next <laughs> no, Dad, please. <laughs> no but it's i mean think about how many shows you repeatedly go back and watch that were your dad's favorite or something you know what i mean yeah i mean like i like top gun and back to the future mm-hmm. and like rambo those were things that my dad were, was really into which i enjoyed but they're old yeah. you know <laughs> to me those are old movies i guess we'll find out i guess we'll find out so if we're never having kids, How? we're going to hang out with each other for the rest of our lives. That's the truth. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to be in this room podcasting. Podcast is life. Um, okay. Speaking of superheroes. And nice. old movies. No. Oh, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that was a good transition. Yeah, that was. Um, so I, re- I really only want to talk about this because I want to talk about Gotham Knights. But Superman and Lois season four is coming back. Oh, really? Yeah, and then Gotham Knights is canceled. I think that is good. And I also think that the guy who plays Superman and Superman and Lois should play the new Superman because he's really good. Yeah, you like that show a lot. Have you watched all of it? No, I just watched like the first season and a half. Oh, yeah. Wait, Gotham Knights, the TV show? Superman and Lois. Oh, Gotham Knights, the the TV show. Was canceled? Yeah. That's kind of sad. So, well, Not really. (laughs) So, you got to hear the... There's no... There's, like, a Robin in it. I don't know what all the characters are, but I'm pretty sure all the characters are, like, original characters. So there's, like, a Robin in it, but he's not Dick Grayson. He's not Tim Drake or Jason Todd. Yeah, he's, like, like a new new character. A new character they made up for the show. And And this is, like, they announced this right after they released the video game. Or, like, even before. It was, like, right before the release of the Gotham Knights video game, which has all the characters that we know and love. They made a TV show, like, a CW TV show of gotham knights with these weird like new character yeah and i feel like this is like after the era of cw tv shows like arrowverse i believe is finished like probably i know arrow's done i think the flash is done i think all those shows are basically i done. think those went on for too long <laughs> yeah for sure especially there i liked the first couple of the seasons of the flash and then yeah. i was like yeah the, Fla- the first couple of seasons of arrow were sick yeah. And that was also, like, all we had at the time. Yeah. There wasn't, they were like, fantastic. a lot of other stuff. But, yeah, they were great. And then... They just had to keep going. Then you get Mr. Terrific in there, and you're like, okay, I'm, I think I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I got to season four where it's just... Like, every season, 
they did season two, which was really good with Deathstroke, and then they just tried to do the same thing every season, where it's like a big bad guy, and then they all fight in the city at the end. And it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah, I always hate it when I I understand that you need to keep adding more, but I love the vigilante lifestyle that they all live, and so when everyone starts finding out and he gets a big group, it just especially with Arrow, and he kind of becomes like their dad <laughs> yeah. you know like, i'm i miss you i miss you like appearing in the darkness of the shadows and being like you have failed this city i'm gonna and shoot shooting you. them in the knee yeah <laughs> or like in the first season he's just killing everybody yeah, yeah. and then he's like i should probably have a maybe that's what we're missing and that's why killing people yeah and that's why this movie that we're gonna talk about we is have so plenty good. of yeah. killing people <laughs> yeah but the good guys don't do very much of it yeah. That's what we need. That's what we need. <laughs> um, and then I should have organized my news better, but also Star Wars Outlaws trailer. Looks sweet. Looks pretty sweet. Um, I just hope that's GTA with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That's what it kind of looks like it could be. Yeah, that'd be super fun. But I think if they did that, they'd have to give it an M rating. And I don't know if Star Wars and Disney is willing to give one of their games. Yeah, I also don't want like a, like a like totally GTA. I just want to be able to go through town and shoot people and then have <laughs> the Empire chase me down. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> You're just getting more stars of... Well, in the gameplay, it has like... There's Your a threat level. There's like a... Yeah. Yeah. It has like, like the a Imperial Empire insignia. Level. And it's like slowly getting filled in as she's getting more until wanted. you get like the just the star death star shows up and blows you. up the planet. Yeah. <laughs> you have to find a ship and escape before the Death Star just blows. That'd you. be yeah. super fun. I'm not gonna lie. But that it. I don't. Did you watch it? Yeah, well, some of it. Okay. Well, at one part she, like when she's running from the Empire, she hops in a ship on one planet just flies through the atmosphere and then she's in space and then she jumps to another system That's and then sweet. there's another planet that she can go to yeah. which I think they tried to in they were going to make a Battlefront 3 in like 2008 or whenever that was going to come and that was going to be a big part where just like flawless air to space or earth ground to air ground to, to, space. Air to space ground to ground travel yeah. ground to different ground ground to, <laughs> ground to space travel <laughs> but they could never figure it out and I think a couple other things happened. Yeah, which is understandable because that's kind of hard to do on like an original Xbox. But it looked pretty flawless. I mean, the space to ground. Yeah, to like space. the transition. Gosh, dang it! That was something really satisfying about playing like Red Dead, where you have this big open world and like, like whenever you walk through a door, you never have to have like a big loading screen for like yeah. thirty seconds. Yeah, and I think that's a big selling point of like the PS Five is that you don't have to have the loading screens. Yeah. I don't know because I don't have a PS5, but that's what I've heard. Um, but yeah, I think it looks really sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Um, okay. Speaking of old movies, <laughs> speaking of gangsters <laughs> under un, under the sea, and the good guy killing people, gangsters under the sea. Yeah, that doesn't really like under the ground. Yeah, I guess. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> Speaking of gangsters... I don't remember when we were ever talking about gangsters under the sea, but... <laughs> we weren't. <laughs> Speaking of Gotham City gangsters... I was having his own conversation over there in his head. Speaking of gangsters in Gotham City, 
we watched the Batman. <laughs> oh, in preparation for the Flash, we watched Batman and Batman Returns with Michael Keaton. We're gonna talk about it. Yeah, big pistols. Should I said we do that. No spoilers first. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you haven't seen the 1989 Batman, then plug your ears. <laughs> I don't even think that. Even if we did do that, no, I don't think should. there are spoilers. <laughs> like, it's pretty anyone out there is dying to watch this movie. <laughs> You Has should go watch it. Oh, but I, you should listen to us talk about it first because, um, yeah, because so there's not guys, really any spoilers. Have you guys seen both these movies? Yes. Uh, yeah, like, like, in like the prior past. to this. Oh, yeah, I have. I've seen yes. Um, I actually don't know if I watched the original Batman all the way through, but I had seen Batman Returns. This was your first time watching Batman Returns, right? Yeah. So I, I watched. Batman 89 like a couple months ago and then I was like I don't want to watch it again because I mostly remember it and then I watched Batman Returns last night for the first time blew my mind yeah we go, should we go <laughs> definitely m- not as good as Batman and Robin but <laughs> I've watched Batman and Robin probably like 20 times because it really it used to I've play seen on it a couple times yeah it used to play on Ion Television every day for like a while and so I just watch it um, well, that's not what we're talking about today. Should we go movie by movie? Like, talk about the first one first? Yeah, yeah. should we go through story and then funny jokes that we thought? Yeah. There's a lot of things that weren't supposed to be funny but are very funny. I found the story a lot more confusing than I originally remembered. It. Yeah, Batman Returns is, like, way like more complicated than i expected i thought batman was more not complicated but convoluted i think yeah Yeah, i agree i just think with batman returns i felt like the plot line was kind of weak like how they propelled it which we can get into but it's so weird Uh, let's let's go to batman (laughs) i'm excited to talk about this so there's a there's a mob so let's see they're trying to take down the mob. The city's trying to take down the mob, but there's a lot of corrupt cops. And there's a dude named Jack who's kind of like a lower level. He's still like high-level mob, but he's like under- still underneath the big boss. And he's still one of the dons. Batman uh, turns him into the Joker on accident, and then he-, he just goes crazy and tries to... I don't really... That's the thing. I don't really understand what Joker's point was. It just. I think it was more of like... Everything I built is just kind of gone, you know, and it he he just kind of hit a breaking point, and he's like, I don't care about anything or anyone anymore, so I'm just going to live my life, like, full of just trying to get revenge on Batman. Yeah, I feel like a big part of the movie, which I didn't realize until yesterday, was that he just wants to scar up Vicky Vale. Oh, really? Right? Isn't that... Cause I, he, I don't know. He brings her in, he sees her on a picture, and then he brings her to the museum or whatever, uh-huh. and then... Shows her his previous assistant. Yeah, and he's like, this is what I want to do. And then he tries to squirt her in the face with the flower, and then he just... That's like... Wasn't that his plan? Well... Yeah. I was confused on that, too, because I feel like it's like an attack on... On a part of me was like it's an attack on Batman, you know, but he he wouldn't have had that knowledge. Yeah, he didn't know Batman and Vicky were a thing. like a thing. Yeah, it was. 
He just like she just, I, she just happened to be like the the prettiest girl in his eyes, and then coincidentally, Batman had eyes for her too. Yeah, she talks to like three dudes in the movie, and every single one of them falls in love with her immediately. Yeah, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, I love I love this movie when um, they go to Bruce Wayne's manor. Bruce Wayne is taking oh, Vicky Vale on This a is date. the best scene of the entire movie. <laughs> um, and first they go to like the big like. Oh yeah, he's got like a camera behind his mirror, huh? Yeah, it's kind so of. So he's creep, like yeah. he's like showing her I stuff. I feel like Batman's always kind of been a. Creep. No, he wasn't showing her stuff. She was with the other reporter. Oh. And they were making fun of him because he's a rich snob. He's like, hey. Like, who even has this thing? What? Where the heck is that the, even from? What was and the then, night armor? Yeah, and, and he's like, he's it's like, from Japan. How would you know? That's the other thing. Nobody knows like who Bruce Wayne is. Yeah, that's, really that's true. These are like perf- reporters who are like in the news media. Like they yeah. should know who this guy is. Because she literally walks up to Bruce Wayne. Have you seen Bruce Wayne? And he's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Just because he's really like funny. suspicious or something. Like, yeah, you're at your house. Like you have a a party going on, and. I don't know. It it's was pretty awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just him and Vicky, and then they go to have dinner, and then it's at that really big, long yeah, table. Yeah, so later on after the party, they go on a date. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then it's, like, kind of awkward. So, like, hey, you want to go talk to Alfred? And then talk to Alfred, and Alfred's like, oh, Bruce, when you were a boy, you were a little boy. And then she's like, <laughs> that is so attractive. And then um, they like, go to bed together, and it's like, ooh. And then... Um, Vicky wakes up in the middle of the night and she's like, hey, Bruce is gone. Where's Bruce? We're just like snuggling. And then she sits up and Bruce is (laughs) hanging upside down (laughs) in the corner like a bat because he sleeps like a bat. (laughs) The best thing in this movie. You gotta embody the the fear that you're trying to portray, you know? Yeah. I do like that about this is he's like, it looks, it looks pretty goofy in this, but he's always like trying to appear like a bat. He's always sticking his arms up. So his cape goes like wings, <laughs> yeah. which looks kind of dumb, but he like really takes on, I think Tim Burton was like, okay, he's the Batman. So he's really just going to be a bat. And that's like, I think it's super <laughs> dumb that he sleeps upside down because <laughs> he's still a man, but I kind of like it. Yeah. That's just, my favorite scene in the movie. <laughs> it just fits in with the I especially the love like when he's trying to um to tell her that he's Batman and he's just the most roundabout way. He's like, you know, when <laughs> I don't even remember what he says completely, but he's like you know there's like a part of you that's like like different and she's like, No <laughs> in her mind she's like like sleep upside down I don't do that (laughs) but he's that was I actually kind of appreciated this like Michael Keaton's um Batman is he's kind of a he's not like a as much of a player as we see with like Christian Bale he's not super suave yeah he's just like he's kind of a recluse which I actually really like you know because he's rich he's got trauma and like I feel like to him Bruce Wayne's more of an alter ego than Batman is you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and so when he's Bruce Wayne he doesn't really know how to act it's just kind of weird yeah because he just 
who he is, he takes down thugs and criminals for the city. But when he has to put on Bruce Wayne mask, he doesn't know like how to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like that dinner that they had. Yeah. How's the soup? What? I said, how's the soup? <laughs> like. Yeah, in my memory, he was the one that was like, okay, let's move to the other room. But she was the one that initiated. She was? Really? Yeah, because she was like, do you like eating here? And he's like, yeah, why? (laughs) He's like, I actually don't think I've ever been in this room. Oh, (laughs) yeah. He's such a weird flex. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that that scene you're talking about where he's um, trying to explain to her that he's Batman and then Joker comes in. I think that's the best acting from Michael Keaton in this movie. Because I think his, the whole time, he's just kind of like, everything that happens to him, he just kind of dead-eyed, like, doesn't really react, and he just kind of stares it yeah. at it. Like, when Joker comes up on the steps, and he's wearing, like, the tux, and he shoots a mob guy or something, and then Bruce Wayne just, like, walks towards him, like, dead-eyed, like, blank <laughs> face, and then... He's like an NPC. <laughs> and then he, shot the he, al- he almost gets shot in the shot. Like, it goes through his cut. Like, he would have died. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that, too. <laughs> I thought he did get shot. He just had, like, oh, armor maybe. underneath. That would have made more sense, because he just was... Like, he would he could have died. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he's going to drop off flowers to his mom's grave, just same face, just dead-eyed. And I saw... Uh, I watched a documentary on this. And he was talking, it was on the Batman's Returns, and he's like, I didn't really want to come back to the role because you know, I'd never done two roles before, or like two movies with the same role. And I didn't know like if I could bring something new to the character. I was like, you didn't bring anything to the character last yeah. time. He just <laughs> walked through. I watched that doco too. He's like, he's like, so I just tried to like, in this in Batman Returns, he's like, I started trying to like imitate myself. Oh, yeah, but then he found that was bad. Yeah, that's bad. But I think he, he did do a lot better in Batman Returns. Yeah, which we'll even though his character is just like, what? It's just... Woman? Like, when I went into the movie, yeah, I mean, I wasn't expecting phenomenal editing or, mm-hmm. um, like, as good of, like, plot line and things like that, but it's weird how movies of that generation i don't know if you guys feel the same way but the dialogue first of all there's hardly any dialogue yeah like i think part of the reason why him telling why you say him telling um trying to convince vicky vale that he's batman is his best acting is because that's like the that's like the longest dialogue in the movie yeah (laughs) there's just not a lot of dialogue but the little dialogue that there is somehow pushes the plot forward just because they want it to and not yeah. because it really makes that much sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when Alfred caught on camera, um, ah, who was it? At the party that it, to... Oh, the police commissioner and some other cop. Yeah. And he literally just said, he gave him some really vague information and then he said, okay, let's go. <laughs> and that was like enough to pull Bruce yeah. into the you know video room to analyze it, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. But I do, I did kind of like that because Alfred's like always like watching out for it, and they're yeah. kind of like the police are talking, so we need to zone in on that. Mm-hmm. I really like this Alfred. He's so like, I don't know. He just looks like so 
like kind of goofy like he fits it really well he does fit it especially very well. for that like age i guess i guess this is the biggest movie budget ever like to that point in yeah. time it was also the biggest movie of that year that they made the most money which it was only like 452 million dollars which that's is a like lot the, of money but it's like the budget of like yeah that's like the budget of an average of like movie now. one amazon like lord of the rings tv show episode <laughs> that's true <laughs> that show cost a billion dollars and nobody remembers it or talks about it yeah but yeah i think like like you said the talking isn't that much but they just it's such a visual movie like gotham is like such a it feels just like such a dark like gross place and it's just like weird gargoyles everywhere and mm-hmm. huge statues like at the bank that are just it, i love the gotham in this i think this was like i don't know but i feel like this is when like gotham started getting like becoming like a character like in the comic books and stuff like that yeah whereas like it really became its own thing yeah. which i really liked yeah, that's what I was. I really appreciated about both these movies is like everything we know and love about Batman. Like this was, I mean, cinematically speaking, this pioneered it. You know, this was like, yeah, like Michael Keaton is he's Batman. Like yeah. he was the OG, and he like as far as his acting as Batman goes, he just I feel like he just kind of went all out, yeah. went head first and it just embodied the character mm-hmm. which I don't know, like we wouldn't have anything. We wouldn't else. have that now, you know. Yeah. And cuz I was thinking about that while I was watching the movie. Like I wonder if this is really what like Bob Kane had envisioned when he said like I want a a man bat superhero. Yeah. You know, and just how literal like we're talking about how literally of a man bat he is and just i think bob kane just drew like a red suit and then he was like batman and then bill finger did the rest and did most of it but yeah i know what you mean like that'd be crazy like even to be like anyone who worked on batman character like going to see one of these premieres and like this thing did huge like in that documentary they were showing like um just the amount of people that would go like people would go to see other movies to watch the batman trailer and then they would leave (laughs) yeah because they didn't have youtube you know yeah (laughs) which is crazy like pay full price for a movie which is probably like two cents back then you know it's true back before inflation ever was existed (laughs) in the in the 80s late 80s early 90s yeah but i think just like yeah, Gotham just looked amazing. Bat, what do you guys think of the bat suit? Okay, I noticed that the emblem on his chest wasn't like symmetrical. Did you see that? I didn't watch. I didn't notice it this time, but I remember a couple of years watching it and like thinking about that. Oh, yeah, that, kinda... the emblem on his suit, like the um, I don't want to say tail end of it, but you know, like bottom, the bottom the tail we'll we'll go we'll go with that but it's like squiggly and like off to the left like a lot and it looks like someone kind of drew it on there Uh like that's funny like you would put on a birthday cake or something just trying to like move frosting around that's what it looked like i think he moves really funny because he can't really like turn his head (laughs) can't turn his head when he looks up in the the air (laughs) it's hilarious (laughs) 
<laughs> just leans back all the way. Yeah, there's a lot of. It's a very silly movie. Like, you it, like it's played very serious, but it's a very silly movie. Yeah. Out of the two suits, which one do you like better? I think I like the first one better. The over the over Batman Returns. Yeah, I really like the Batman Returns suit. I, I think the the original suit like there's too much space in between his face yeah and the, oh yeah that, like, you can fit a yeah. hand in there but the batman returns to his like solid it's like way more form fitting i don't like his muscles though in the batman returns yeah that's really? why, like, the i first actually one really, really like that boxy. i thought that was it looks more like armory instead of like well i mean muscles. it literally stops bullets yeah. and he just doesn't move but it doesn't stop catwoman's claws yeah, that are made out of like paper clips or something. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what that was about. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I thought it was funny though because sometimes he'll get shot and he he doesn't gets even move. blown back and he falls, and other times he gets shot and he just doesn't even move. <laughs> I love this his intro scene. Like he he these people like rob this family and he jumps down. He's like all scary and they just shoot him. He just like flies backwards. I'm like it's not intimidating. <laughs> And then, so these people rob this family. He beats them up. And then he doesn't, like, arrest them or anything. He just roughs them up a little bit. He doesn't take the money back to the family. Well, he doesn't really help the family at all. He just yeah. beats them up and then dips. <laughs> <laughs> well, he tells them to tell their friends. He needs them to be a... You just put the fear of God in their eyes. And That's what I like, call marketing. Tell your friends about me. <laughs> And then he's like, like, I gotta do some like, who are you? <laughs> and then just the iconic line, man. And he nailed it. Yeah. He nailed it. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I wonder yeah. how many times he's gonna say that and then flash. How many times is he gonna say, let's get nuts in flash? <sighs> At least once. That was also an awesome scene. Well, he just like loses like, his mind for no reason. The, the rod to stoke the fire. And then he breaks a vase with it, and then he just gets shot. Like, <laughs> you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. And then he just gets shot. Which is like, I don't understand what he was trying to do. Like, maybe it was for, like, a distraction? Yeah, there was a real... I thought he was going to beat up the Joker with that. <laughs> you know? I'm sure he knew he had a gun. So he grabs it. He's sneaky about it, you know? So he can have the element of surprise. And then he... Gets close to him and then turns around and, and breaks the vase. vase. <laughs> and then Joker pulls out a gun and what does he say? He's like, you ever dance with the devil in the uh, moonlight? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, just, I don't really know what that means. It just sounds nice. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> which is how he finds out that he's the one that killed his parents. Right. Yeah. Which, how do you guys feel about the Joker being the one that kills his parents? I think it works in this universe. Yeah. yeah it's kind of like, like Sandman it. in Spider-Man 3. I don't know if that really works as well, though. What happens in Sandman? Oh, he kills, he kills his uncle. Uncle Ben. Yeah, I like that in Spider-Man Three, but I just like Spider-Man Three. Um, I think it. I think it just has more weight to it being the Joker because he's like his first real villain. You know, he's more than just a, a thug. You know, like <laughs> yeah. he's actually causing problems and causing a stir and. You know, just leaving a trail of blood, and they don't really demonstrate it as much in the movie, but we know from kind of Batman's character that he takes that upon himself, you know? Yeah. And knowing that he killed his family was, I think it's cool because it gives him, like, that much more motivation to take him down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was, um, I watched this with my girlfriend, and she doesn't understand Batman at all, I guess, so... 
she didn't know that like she didn't know his origin at all which i thought was weird so for half the movie she was confused and then also we got to the part where he's hanging upside down and i'm like laughing about it and i'm explaining like like i explained why it's funny i guess (laughs) but um but then she she's like oh so he's a bat too and i was like no he's he is Batman. So, like, <laughs> if you don't under if you don't know who Batman is and, and that Bruce Wayne is Batman, I don't think this movie really telegraphs that they're the same person because they're just in different scenes and they don't like you never see him taking off the suit or anything. Well, you like see that. him in the Batcave. Yeah, but he's just kind of in front of like computers. Not, yeah, he's just in front of computers. Like screens. you can't really tell this in the Batcave. Yeah, you'd already seen like a part where he's got cameras behind the mirror so maybe he's just sitting in front of his security monitor that's so, so funny that's i, I feel that like that's interesting i never like, i mean i did think that thought crossed my mind as far as it wasn't really an origin story yeah mm-hmm. which also gave me a lot of appreciation for batman begins yeah with christian bale because it really went into his origin which i loved but that's interesting that like if you don't know then this movie it gives you no context. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in the very beginning when he's like, I don't know who Bruce Wayne is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how confusing is that? <laughs> but, yeah, I thought it was... I thought um, Jack Nicholson Joker... Oh, him so and good. Heath Ledger, like, they're different types of Jokers, but I think they're, like, both up there. I yeah, love Jack sure. Nicholson as the Joker. Really I think good. he did a great job. He's got, like, the surgical smile. So yeah, freaky. it's so freaky. And just the way, uh, he just seems so unhinged and he just does whatever he wants. And yeah. it's like, he doesn't really seem like he has a plan either, mm-hmm. which, I don't know. If, I think it's, I think I like that. Yeah. And he's just kind of going for it. And he just does whatever, I guess, I guess, yeah, we talked earlier, like, we don't, I don't really understand his plan, but maybe that's because he doesn't really have a plan. He just sees Vicky yeah. Bell and he's like, I'm going to go get her. And then he wants to have a party or a parade, and he just does a parade. <laughs> I no, love, like... Yeah, that's interesting because, like, I think most people would agree that Heath Ledger's Joker was probably the best, and it was he did a phenomenal job. And I loved how his Joker portrayed, like, a evil... He was a mastermind. He was a genius, yeah, you yeah. know? Like, with his strategy and... um. But Jack Nicholson's Joker, I... It's more whimsical. Yeah, it's more like, like you're saying, like, I want to do this, I'm going to do this. <laughs> I want to drop, what was it, like $200 million or $20 or million? $20 million. Dollars. $20 million. <laughs> he just announces it to the city, like, be here, I'm dropping 20 mil, there's going to be party, you know, <laughs> everyone's invited. I'm going to have a big gun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then he sees danger, and he's like, okay, gas them all. <laughs> I love the big gun in the pants, though. It's so... Yeah. Just... Nobody's scared. Everyone's just out there, like, grabbing money. Where is the Batman? Yeah. He's at home washing his tights. My mom says that to me all the time. So what happens why. in The Dark Knight? Shout out to my Oh, mom. is that... that happens no, in Jack Nicholson says this. Oh. Like, it, during the parade scene. <laughs> yeah. so i think part of that is like trying to draw out the batman yeah i like how he solves the problems though with the balloons and he just like 
releases them. I, l- <laughs> <And> <laughs> I love that Batman has, like, in his Batwing scissors just on the yeah. front. <laughs> like, why do you have those? <laughs> oh, that Batwing is amazing. It's it looks so good. Cool. It's so funny. It I'm excited also, to see that again I'm in the I'm pretty sure it took, like, half an hour for him to get there. Yeah. He's, like, <laughs> flying around the parade for, like... <laughs> Like he, he keeps cutting back to him in the Batwing, and he's just flying around. But he like flies past the parade, and then he like keeps coming back. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, hunt the tons of people got gassed, but there were like no casualties. Like nobody talked about it afterwards. It wasn't after it happened. Did they? Was it like on the news? Were reporters talking about it? I don't think so. I don't think anyone mentioned it. Like these people just got gassed, and no one like came together to like talk about the Joker or warn people about him. He was just like, once <laughs> Batman cut the balloons, it was it was just over. Yeah, <laughs> everyone was fine. I also yeah. like how Vicky Vale and that other reporter, they like are escaping the gas. And they get, like, five feet outside of, like, where you can see the green stuff. And then they just get out of the car. And they're, like, it's not a risk. Like, I feel like they'd still get gas because they're right next to the gas. I was so confused at that part because the reporter gets out and is, like, swinging at the guy who's, like, tied to a balloon or something. Do you remember think, that? Yeah, I think he was, like, trying to get him to let go of the balloon so the balloon would fly away. But um, wasn't it a, a one of Joker's men? Yeah, but he was holding down the balloon, I think. Oh, I well, I thought he was getting he was just beating up a guy who was like getting carried away by a balloon. And I'm like, <laughs> you're risking your life to like beat up this dude. <laughs> Get in the car. <laughs> what did you guys think of Batman remotely driving a Batmobile into like a factory and then dropping off a bomb and then just <laughs> driving away? Yeah, I love... I mean, this Batman's a killer. That's just who he Yeah, is. I think it's really funny now. <laughs> I also like that that's when he's like, okay, I'm going to war with Joker. And so he's like, I'm going to go blow up his factory. Yes. And Joker's like, I'm not here, whatever. <laughs> I thought that was really cool. I also like, like, Joker gets turned into the Joker. It's like been a day since he got away from the surgeon. And you just see him, he's watching in front of the TV and he has this machine with a punching bag on <laughs> with, a or, with a glove on it. It's like a day after he's been Joker and he already has that set up. <laughs> uh, now he did so good. I also love when... I love how every time Batman goes to get something from his utility utility belt, there's only one thing on it and it's the very thing that he needs yeah. to use. I think it must like rotate around. Yeah, I think they built I think like that, a yeah, I th- well, I oh, think yeah, in, they built it. I so think in like, Batman Returns, I noticed that it went like, Voop, and then there, yeah. something was there. Yeah, his, they made that in like real life, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like. But a, you never oh, see it. You, so you never see it. First one, it's just it's only the thing he needs. <laughs> yeah. Right there at his disposal, and then, because uh, like with the, um, the Batwing thing with the scissors and some of his little gadgets are kind of weird but I love Jack Nicholson when he was like where does he get all those cool toys <laughs> and he's like watching him ruin his parade and everything yeah. watching him just you know start to foil his efforts and stuff and he's like man where does he get those cool toys <laughs> so he's just like he never is phased by anything which is what I love about his character as the Joker as well Yeah. yeah. what do you guys think of 
like the end scene on the big clock tower or whatever when batman just like runs up all the stairs like a million flights like a million stairs. flights of stairs i also I like, like when the... they drop vicky Vale's shoe straight down but it happens to land like on right one of the floors right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like oh i gotta keep going <laughs> it just gets like the surge of energy <laughs> Yeah, and then he kills another guy up there. He tosses him down the yeah the bell tower, and then he kills the Joker. So mm-hmm. all in a day's work, you know. All in a day's work is Batman. Yeah. And then he almost killed Vicky Vale, pushing her up. <laughs> yeah. And then he dropped her. Oops. Oops. Um. So good movie. Yeah. One more thing. I thought I felt like really claustrophobic some of the time because mm-hmm. half the time when you see Gotham, it's just like a one wall. street. And it looks like the street just heads into a wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I felt like it was obviously a set because no city looks like that. And so I thought it looked really good, but I felt kind of, kind of claustrophobic. Yeah. Watching it. Yeah. And it's like everything is so like looming. Like the wall. It's just a wall of like apartments and stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. I also like when the... The crooked cop, he goes and he meets Jack Napier in the alleyway, and Jack Napier like hands him some bribe money, but it's just like in two pieces of bread. <laughs> like, like you're gonna, <laughs> like you're gonna fool anybody with that. But yeah, middle of night, go to give somebody a sandwich <laughs> with like with three mob enforcers behind him. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Now, as far as Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson's role, I think they did really well considering the time. Especially Michael Go as Alfred, I really liked him. Yeah, he was, Alfred, he was really good. I think the casting was great. Just like a little bit too old. Yeah, I don't even know if he was too old. He's still like a manservant. And he's like, <laughs> there's a part where. Uh, Bruce Wayne like sets down a drink. It's like almost <laughs> on the ground, <laughs> or the pen. Yeah, and <laughs> following <laughs> Alfred like basically dives onto the ground <laughs> to grab it and pick it up. <laughs> no, I. That's what I loved about this Alfred is I know he's the butler, but he has zero things to do <laughs> than like just follow Bruce. Like, he's listening for other conversations to see if it's noteworthy, you know? Like, yeah. he's just scanning. He's, like, he's Batman's guy in the chair. <laughs> he is, actually, in um, in Batman Returns. In Batman Returns. He's the one that basically defeats the Penguin. penguin. Yeah. yeah. Should yeah. we get into Batman Returns? Yeah, let's do it. Um, someone else want to explain the story? Okay. I'm going <laughs> to gonna give my best. Okay, so there's this guy, right? And this girl, and they have a baby. And they love each other. And they love each other. And they have a baby. And then they're like, ugh, gross. Look at this baby. It's gross. So then they're like, we're going to put this thing in a cage because it's weird. And then it is pretty weird. And like, It's a horrible cage. Like, they had to go and get that made. Like, it's a, just a metal It's box. like a metal box with, like little, like, little tiny jail cell bars. You can see the director's, like, design coming through, like, way more in this movie. Oh, yeah. So, like... Like, his inspiration in the first, in Batman is, like, like always present. But, like, the Penguin itself, like, looks like it's right out of, like, Nightmare on Christmas or whatever. Yeah, so Tim Burton wasn't going to come back to direct it. But Batman was, like, the biggest movie in the... Sorry. 
Batman was the <laughs> biggest movie of the year. Um, and so they like really wanted him to come back. And so they just basically said, you know what, Tim Burton, you can just do whatever you want. And so you could tell, I think with this yeah. movie, like it's, the other movie was weird, but this one's so much weirder. Yeah, it feels so much like Nightmare Before Christmas. And, like, yeah. all of the other Tim Burton movies, like, it's just missing... Well, it's just, like, live action and it's Batman. So, anyway, um, Little Penguin Baby, they keep it in a cage. It, it's a it's a guy um, with no, weird penguin hands. he's not a human being. He's an animal. He's an animal, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they're like, yeah, he's pretty gross, actually. So they put him in a cage, and then eventually they're like, "Now nah, we're just going to ditch him down the river. So they put him in this, like, Because he eats a cat. Yeah, he eats a cat, which is weird. <laughs> and then, so they, like, throw him down a river. He goes to the sewers, and then he is welcomed by penguins. Yeah. In, <laughs> that live in the sewers. That live in the sewers. Know. Which I love that they got a lot of, like, real penguins in this movie. That is my <laughs> That is my highlight. Like for this movie, yeah. that was so weird. Um, I I do love though how he was, um, kind of back to the cat eating thing. How he was, it, basically his motivation was like I look different, so they didn't want me. But he was like, yeah, he literally just ate like raw <laughs> fish and cats and animals. Like he literally was just disgusting. Yeah, he's really gross. <laughs> and he blames it on his three fingered hand. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's always got this, like, black juice coming out of his mouth. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, meanwhile, there's Selena Kyle, and she's, like, she's kind of a nobody. She's super weird, like, as Selena Kyle before she becomes Catwoman. Um, like, she's she's not all there. Like, that's that was the vibe that I got from her. Like, even though she's kind of, like, like, I feel bad for her because she's kind of, like, like all these her dating big, life sucks. I feel like she'd just been kind of like put down her whole life. Yeah, which is not good. It, yeah, it mentally messed her up. Yeah, she's so she's mentally messed up because she's put down her whole life. Um, she's at this big, big company guy named Shrek. Max Shrek. Max Shrek, and um, Max Shrek is like, hey, we got a big meeting to go to. It's a big Christmas, Christmassy kind of thing. So they go to and the I'm town Santa square. Claus. Yeah, and he's like, I'm Santa Claus. And then they go to the town square, and then he's like, oh, I don't have my speech. And then Selena Kyle's like, crap, I forgot to give him a speech. And then he goes down there and says one of my favorite lines of the movie. He's like, I'm just a regular schmo. <laughs> and I liked that a lot. You got lucky. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then he's basically like, I just want world peace. You know what I'm saying? And then everyone's like, yeah, world peace. And then, um, is that where the first, like, penguin appearance comes oh meanwhile mm-hmm. there's like a paper guy and he's like hey there's a penguin in the sewers watch out half man half penguin oh yeah and then and then all the freaks come up and they just kind of like terrorize the the town for a yeah, second yeah they're doing cartwheels for some reason all of them are like jokers like they're clowns yeah I don't know where <laughs> where penguin got his crew of people I wonder if he just yeah. found them in the sewer or <laughs> well cause even at the very end when he kind of looks to everyone and they're all leaving, yeah. like we don't follow you anymore, they cartwheel out of yeah, the they room. Yeah, they cartwheel out. Of- <laughs> <laughs> they're always cartwheeling or just, like riding pod- pogo sticks or whatever. Also, just so you know, if you want Batman to be in this movie a lot, he's not really in this movie very much. Yeah, it's mostly about the villains. Yeah. So my, my favorite Batman, well, in this movie, my favorite Batman scene happens um, when these clowns are terrorizing the city. 
and he he has this bomb that he's like he takes from one of the clowns and then he's like carrying it around with them for a little bit he like beats up a few other clowns and then he just sticks it to this clown and kicks him down like a manhole and he blows up <laughs> and he and he has this little smile that he gives yeah it's like this <laughs> massive like massive explosion in this like cellar <laughs> he's beating up all these thugs and then there's this one guy who's just too big for him he just sticks a bomb and to him he's like, well I have just the thing for you <laughs> just blows him up yeah um and then what happens and then so the big boss man Max Shrek he gets like does he get kidnapped by the penguin then no that's like at the very end oh yeah. nah. oh no because right. the first he, time he like runs away yeah and then he goes in an alley while every all his the oh. penguins minions are going around and he falls down a trap door yeah and the penguins there conveniently very convenient <laughs> trap door system and then penguins there and he's like Wah! and then he's super gross and creepy the makeup on penguin is crazy yeah that's really good yeah um and then, also danny devito is the penguin is hilarious. <laughs> I think that was the most perfect casting. Yeah, Danny Devito killed it. In that documentary, Kyle sent me. He's like, "Yeah, man, I really liked it. I just got to eat this delicious raw fish the whole time." <laughs> <laughs> and he also said he wanted to lick Catwoman, which is kind of a strange thing to say. I mean, he considering his, his character, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. I, that's what I don't really like about. The Penguin and the Joker is both of them They're are like perverts? super perverty. Yeah, yeah, Penguin that's super. Yeah, so Penguin's a big really, pervert. Yeah, that, he said some things. I was like, whoa. Yeah, when he said that stuff, that's when I texted our chat and I was like, I hate this. I movie. knew it. I <laughs> knew that was the thing. When it made Gallon me feel so gross. Yeah. Part, I was like, anyway. Oh so, my goodness. So the Penguin's like, hey, I just want to find who my family are. That's all I want, and then. Shrek is like, okay, maybe we can help each other out. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, basically, they go back, and then, um, I don't really remember what. He finds that his parents are dead. Oh, yeah. He and finds out he his parents are dead. gets revenge on the world. Um, and I actually wrote down one of the quotes from this movie. <laughs> so, he's like, I just, like, all the news reporters are there because he, oh, no, so... The next time people go out to do that Christmas thing again, the penguin has someone else steal the mayor's baby, and then he drops down oh, yeah. the like the manhole of the sewer, and then penguin comes out of the sewer, like rises out slowly, and he's like, I saved your baby, and everyone's like, wow, he's a hero. <laughs> the penguin man in the sewer is actually a good guy. And then, um, so then he's like, he's like the hit of the town, and, um, like, all the reporters are, like, freaking out. And um, there's one reporter that was, like, he's just, like, a frog that turned into our friend. But actually, she said he's, like, the prince that turned in, or the frog that turned into a prince. But I thought that she said he's a little frog that the turns into our friend. story of the prince and the friend. Or the frog and... The frog and the friend. <laughs> um, anyway, so then he goes to... A, he finds out where his parents are. He goes to the cemetery and then he goes and talks to the reporter because they're both dead. Um, and this is what he says. He's like, I was their number one son and they treated me like number two, but it's human nature to fear the unusual. 
Perhaps when I held my Tiffany baby rattle with a shiny flipper instead of five chubby digits, they freaked. <laughs> I forgive them. And then um, and then Shrek is like, what if we turn you into the mayor? So then I can have... Yeah, I don't know why that's his... <laughs> Take this freak. I so, think it's just like promoting... Shrek still trying to promote his image as like being like a super giving, generous guy. Yeah. Which, I don't know. He's... I feel like he should use to give himself higher status, like his mayor or something. But he doesn't. Well, I don't think he doesn't want to be mayor because then it's like every four years he yeah. can get out. I think he likes being the businessman behind the mayor so that he can kind of still like have the power. Everything. But yeah, I have to be worried. About but it is pretty funny because they're like, yeah, the mayor just got elected, but we're going to make the penguin the mayor. Yeah. Well, that's what I didn't. I was really confused because there. I think there was a, so many like plots going on, because Penguin kidnapped um, Max Shrek to make him find to, his family. Yeah, help him know who he is and find mommy and daddy. Which that alone I hated because he's like he's <laughs> a weird. He's like psycho. fifty years old. No, he's thirty three. He's thirty three years old, and he's like all of a sudden he's. I don't know. I just imagine down in the sewers, like, how do I go find my family? Let me kidnap this businessman to, I don't know. I've, his motives were, were kind of weird. But then it gets to the point where Max Shrek, for some reason, needs Penguin. Because his motives are for the, the energy plant. Or yeah, something, he wants right? to build to an like, energy plant. That's really actually sucking energy. Sucking energy. Yeah. yeah. So I don't really know why he needs the penguin at all. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know. Him yeah, him becoming mayor was like a really weird step because it yeah, didn't really it further anyone's motives. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. It didn't even work. He didn't become mayor. Right? Yeah, he didn't <laughs> become mayor. Well, that's because of what Batman yeah. did. But anyway, meanwhile, while that's going on, uh Selena Kyle, Catwoman, is like, she's like, okay, I got to go back to work. and She's not Catwoman yet, though. Yeah, she's not Catwoman yet. She's like, I got to go to work and get some files for my boss because we're having a meeting with Bruce Wayne in the morning. And then she goes there, and then her boss comes, Shrek, and he's like, hey, what are you doing in here? And she's like, oh, I got into your secret files. <laughs> I love <laughs> I like, he just admits that. She's like, and he's like. I saw all your, you're doing all these illegal things, and you're trying to steal power from the from Gotham. Like, yeah. Why are you saying that? Well, how yeah. did you get in? Well, I just guessed your password. <laughs> I, it's like, I thought you wouldn't mind if I guessed it on the first try. I mean, yeah. it was your dog's name. It wasn't hard. And then <laughs> he pushes her out of the window. She's on the ground. Oh, my gosh. Kay. And then cats. That was the scariest scene. Yeah, it was so falling, gross. And she, like, hits her head. Do you remember that? I watched this at six in the morning this morning i was asleep for parts I of it i rewinded that and i looked around my room i'm like because that was like horror movie stuff when she's falling and her head gets hit and her face is like covers the entire screen of just getting bashed i'm like oh my gosh yeah it's like the director's magic right here when so she's <laughs> laying there like dead and then well maybe dead I don't know. There's no explanation for her coming back well, to life. <laughs> I love this scene after watching um, 
Catwoman? Halle Berry's yeah. version of Catwoman. Yeah. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Because she gets, like, flushed through the sewer, and then um, there's... It kind of goes into, like, the history of cats and how they're, like, super... Um, not necessarily supernatural, but they have power, you know? They're very, like, spiritual beings or something like yeah. that. And then cats, the cats, like, breathe life back. So she's dead, and they, like, breathe life into her, and she literally becomes, like, a cat. Like She, she gets, like, cat powers? Yeah, like, so she can, like, jump re- really high, and she, like, is, like, addicted to catnip and stuff like that. Serious? Know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so she funny. becomes like a cat, which is really silly, but it, after watching that and then watching this, I'm like, Halle Berry's cat woman makes way more sense than this cat, like, gnawing on her corpse. Yeah. And she's like, so they I'm like, a cat. <laughs> like, I, I thought I thought that, like, she was gonna like, they were gonna, like, bring her back to life somehow, but they start to eat her. <laughs> start eating her. Like, and it's, like, super cat. freaking scary, and then yeah, there's like a million cats in there. They're just like crawling all over and start like nibbling on her fingers. And then she like wakes up. She goes back to her apartment. She like, she goes insane. She like kill, like smashes her apartment up. And then she knows how to cart- do cartwheels. <laughs> she also makes her suit out of like trash bags or something. Well, she has like a leather coat and then, and then she, she uses that for uses her. other things as well, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. She's pretty resourceful with that one jacket. Apparently, Michelle Pfeiffer was like vacuum sealed into that suit. So, like, <laughs> well, yeah, is. because <laughs> it was funny because towards the end of the movie, um, my wife came home and she was like, "What is she wearing?" Because it was kind of torn up and I don't know, not as flattering as they <laughs> wanted it to be and my wife was like whoa <laughs> like what the heck is that <laughs> i like that costume though i think it i do too it's like i think it's it the universe really well yeah yeah i i love catwoman's uniform yeah i don't really like her very much as a character yeah, i, I think i liked her as catwoman i didn't like how she was kind of a dud before yeah and then just became like an acrobat but not she really must have got superpowers, like yeah, because she came back well, to life and then she was shot multiple times. It also it shows the cat like eating her finger, cuts to a different scene and goes back to it. Like, you know, it was almost like that cat's like giving her cat powers by like gnawing <laughs> by her like finger. trying to eat her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite scene with her though is I think it's the first time her and Batman meet and Batman like hits her and she goes down and she's like how could you I'm a woman and then Batman's He's like, like oh, oh sorry sorry and he goes to help her back up <laughs> what a gentleman yeah Batman in this movie is very like like Selena Kyle just like controls him so next day they're at the meeting and then the Shrek is like oh my secretary's on vacation or whatever and then Bruce Wayne's like I'm not doing business with you you guy and then Selena Kyle walks in and he's like, what? And then Bruce Wayne, like his jaw literally drops and he's just like, what? So does Max Shrek. As he, he definitely has a type. He's, oh yeah, <laughs> he does. But Bruce Wayne always goes for the white, blonde, big haired woman. Yeah. <laughs> she like looks the same as Vicky Bell. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And then, I don't know, they go on a date and then start kissing and then um like oh you have injury i also have injury we can't kiss because we gave them to each other because you're 
because we both have security. So he has, she said it was napalm. He has just napalm. Yeah, I was wondering what that blue gel was. So yeah. he throws napalm and it like burns her arm. Yeah. And then he like <laughs> saves her life. And then I think she saves his life for a second. Or maybe it's the other way around. I don't know. They're all flirty and stuff. My favorite, so they go on and Penguin like gives, tries to become a mayor and he gives a speech and then Batman like inputs stuff where Penguin's uh, saying bad things about him. Yeah, because Penguin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Batman's like driving around in his Batmobile and then that he Penguin leaves hacked. It. Yeah, and then Penguin's team of super hackers get into the Batmobile and then like so Penguin can remote control it. Which is pretty impressive. Like an arcade version of the Batmobile. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> also, I don't know where those people came from. They're just there. Well, aren't they also... They were clowns. Yeah. Right? So they're just... They're just there. What like his gang. Like Penguin's gang. But like, yeah. he never... He didn't really go up top, did he? No, he just lived in the so sewers. So those people... Then, like, they were just yeah, well, like, where did they come from? Yeah. I don't know. Nobody knows. And they're all the same, like no one else happened to fall through the trapdoor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. it turns them into freaks when they fall through yeah. the trapdoor. Um, but then Penguin's giving him a speech, and Batman plays like some records of Penguin uh, saying bad things about Gotham. How he's like gonna wreck it or whatever. How he like played Gotham. Yeah. Like then, a heart from hell. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's at a memorial speech and his whole campaign is like, I just wanna find my family or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I love when they introduce him to like his team and he's like eating a fish <laughs> and people are trying to be really nice to him. He's just being such a weirdo. <laughs> and he like bites the guy's nose and he's still all smiley, you know? <laughs> And then he like scares the one the one lady, and she's just still playing nice. It was the weirdest thing because they then he, like are working for him. Yeah, based on what Max Shrek has said. I also yeah. think and it's then, really funny in the beginning because Max Shrek is like, "I have a surprise for you," and then he's like, "I don't like surprises." And then he hands him a fish, like and then he comes it out of like claw and gets the penguin to follow him downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then Penguin becomes like a total perv and then that's really weird and then Catwoman like teams up with him because she's like we gotta take out the Batman for some reason even though she kinda has a big crush on Batman and then and then Batman's in the movie for like 10 minutes I wish he was in it more I thought he was really good in the scenes he was I don't I think I really yeah. noticed that he yeah, was I didn't in notice he wasn't that much and then um yeah, so Alfred and Batman play the audio recording of Penguin being like, ah, and then... And so then everybody <laughs> pulls out lettuce and tomatoes and starts checking on <laughs> Penguin. <laughs> like, why do you have that? And then he, he says that. He's like, why does everybody bring lettuce and tomatoes to <laughs> these things? <laughs> the writers were like, I don't know how we're going to pull this off. <laughs> so then he cuts ties with Shrek, and then he's like, you know what? I'm just going to go to war and... Like, kill all of the force-born people in Gotham, like the big family kids. Yeah. Is that? Is there anything else in the middle of that? I don't know. I don't remember. But Not yeah, of so, much significance. But he sends out this dude on a train, and I love this guy, because the whole movie, he's like, he like looks pretty normal. He's got like longish hair, 
But he's just like helps him out the whole movie and he never reacts to anything the penguin does. <laughs> he's just like this weirdo. I also love like when he's at the party or when penguin crashes the party and they're like he just tells everyone he's like I have guys going to your houses and killing your firstborns right now while you guys <laughs> dance. Poorly, I might add. <laughs> and then there's also a scene where he's, like, explaining that plan to his crew. And then there's, like, a big guy who's like, Penguin, are we really going to kill their kids or whatever? And then Penguin shoots him and he's like, Wah! <laughs> he falls. Oh, that's one thing I loved in the first Batman was was uh, Bob the Bob the Bob henchman. The henchman. <laughs> and then... And then at the end, Joker's like, Bob, give me your gun. And he hands it to him and he shoots him. <laughs> Pretty awesome. The privileges of being the villain, you can just shoot yeah. whoever you want. And then Batman stops the train. You don't, like, there's not much of a fight there. No, he just stops him. And then it was pretty scary, though. Like, the train, like, they're taking these babies and putting them in, like, cages on this, like, big train. And then Penguin's like, why just do the firstborns? Like, so he said he has this. Let's kill all their children. <laughs> so he, yeah, his his plan to kill the firstborn children is foiled. And then like the next scene you see is he's like stepping out on the stage, and one of his clowns has like a spotlight on him. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, because I don't remember, I didn't remember the movie. I was like, is he gonna do like a a song or something? <laughs> <laughs> and then he has just this army of penguins that he's giving this rousing speech to that they this don't is, understand this is my favorite part of like most movies i think <laughs> it's just like him talking to this cathedral of penguins with jetpacks they have like missiles strapped to their <laughs> back they look like fireworks but they have like yeah. these little armor packs and like they have these like heads up display helmets which is like my most favorite thing. To like I'm guide pretty them sure. Where to go through the city. Yeah. That was the part of the movie where I'm like, uh oh, this is getting kind of. This is getting a little much. Like the penguin, <laughs> I know he's a penguin man, but he's literally using like an army of emperor penguins to blow <laughs> up the city. And then his lady in the booth was like, we're estimating 100,000 casualties. <laughs> I love that lady in the booth because, like, you hear her talking, and I thought she was just a computer, but yeah. then it's just this lady that's just talking in a monotone voice. And she's got, like, a window <laughs> to the whole penguin's, like, auditorium. Yeah. It's like it, she's, like, in a little igloo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's just up there and she's just there to, like, with a computer, like, watching the penguins make sure they get to their destination and then she's just like okay like they're ready we estimate 100,000 casualties <laughs> I'm like okay I like also, that because it, it's like Penguin's like set up his own little world for himself where he's yeah. the hero and he's got like all these people working for him and it's and just his, like his sweet ride they have a rubber ducky chase briefly like a rubber <laughs> yeah. ducky when he like, boat chase because you see it in the entire movie it's like a boat thing and then he drives the rubber like giant rubber duck out of the water and it's like a little tank yeah. like, like driving it up the stairs four wheeler um, before I forget, I have another quote that's not really in this scene, but in another scene, um, Batman, Catwoman, and the Penguin. I think it's when um, Catwoman is first introduced, which is also kind of funny because, like, 
Penguin and Batman are talking, like just like having a normal conversation. Like they're they're talking about like ah, I'm gonna take over the like Gotham City or whatever. It's a normal everyday conversation. But then like it goes to a wide shot of them two standing there and they look over and car- Catwoman starts like cartwheeling over and it cuts <laughs> back to Penguin and Batman and they're just standing there like totally relaxed postures. <laughs> And um, then he like flies away, and he's like, "I saw her first. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like he was with like the, claiming her with the umbrella copter, which yeah. we also should. I do. love his arsenal of umbrellas. Yeah. I think that's so sweet. I also, this is something we didn't touch on. He lives in the sewer, right? Everything he gets is like from the sewer. Mm-hmm. And remember when he, um, I forget what it was exactly, but. He has, like, this document to blackmail um, Max Shrek. Oh, like the shredded document? He's like, all you need is a lot of tape and a little patience. And he's he fished that out of the sewer and managed to tape it together. <laughs> right before that, I remember this. I was like, I should start writing these quotes down. Because he was like, whatever you put in your toilet, I put in my mantle. And I was like, what? Yeah. Um, here's a quote from... Batman and Catwoman when they're fighting. Catwoman says, Eat fish? I haven't been fed all day. And then Batwoman says, Eat floor. And then he oh, just I like love that one. <laughs> just like slams her to the ground. <laughs> like I said, he's not much of a communicator. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of saw that in the in the Batman when he's yeah. like, You got a lot of cats. Yeah, he's just really awkward. Yeah. Um yeah, so Penguin Army goes out and then Alfred used this the radio trick to like intercept the penguins command because they start like going to gotham city square there's like there's a shot where there's just like hundreds of penguins with rockets on their back yeah like waddling towards the city just the most amazing thing i've ever seen and that's why that's when i realized like once alfred starts blocking the frequency because i thought like when when penguins giving the speech to the penguins, I was like, oh, well, maybe they like can understand him because it's like a weird movie, you know. But they they don't like they're just communicating with like the frequency. It's in the like brain. a sonar. Yeah, so thing. he's literally just giving his speech because he just wants to be theatrical for himself. <laughs> yeah. It's just his own little Which world makes that sense, he has. Because he's like he's psycho. crazy. Like, yeah. he hasn't had any human interaction. Like I guess I these penguins perfect. are his family. You know? Yeah. Well, he says. That's the thing I don't understand because he sent all his penguins to Gotham Square to blow it all up and they all would have been casualties. Mm-hmm. And then when Alfred makes them like intercept the penguin and Batman comes up with like the remote or whatever, he's like, my babies, you know, like <laughs> yeah. he was all worried about it when he was just about to sacrifice them. Well, I think that they were going to like shoot because at the end, like the rockets like shoot up. Yeah, but they were supposed to rain down well on. he did say like some of you won't make it back <laughs> so, <laughs> <Yeah>. i was expecting <laughs> so his speech was more of a goodbye yeah. rather than a motivation <laughs> so batman like stops the penguins brings them he goes to fight the penguin at the zoo where penguins base is at with all the penguins it's like the penguin habitat or whatever they go outside and then Pen- batman pulls out the radio thing and um, penguins like, what is that? And then um, like all the penguins just surround the area, and then um, he's like, no! And then he starts like 
trying to kill Batman with a sword umbrella. <laughs> and then it doesn't work, but he gets the radio thing like out of Batman's hand. Which was so weird because Batman didn't even do anything. He just about sat it. there while he did it. Yeah. Don't and then face Batman. And then Penguin takes Batman's like radio controller and hits like the big red button and all of the missiles go off. Yeah. Which I think is really funny because it's like Batman's thing. Also, it wasn't he pressed the button as in like, ha, I got it. But it blew up his lair. Like, there were no people around. Yeah. I think maybe he was just trying to kill Batman. Batman? Just like a last Batman watched it like the 4th of July. He didn't yeah, even move. Like, I didn't think that one of the rockets landed close to no. him. No. Just... And then once, it, once the show was over, he went into the sewer to, to finish him off. But yeah. I thought that was the most pointless thing. Meanwhile, the rich guy Shrek is in a big cage. And he's trying to convince a monkey to give him the keys. Just like he do in Which real works prisons. For the oh, works. And- well, okay. So when when Batman stops the the penguins from going in, then Batman like writes Penguin a note and he sends it to him with the monkey. Oh no no yeah. Batman stops Penguin from stealing the children, mm-hmm. and Batman <laughs> sends him a note that has the that's from the monkey and it has a big bat symbol on the top. And Penguin reads the whole note and he's like just like talking normal and then he's, and then at the bottom it says from batman he's like from batman but it has the bat symbol on the top of the note. apparently i don't remember that part at all oh I really? wonder if i it's like right after he sends the penguins out um he's like waiting totally for the kids um apparently in like the actual filming the penguin was going like he was friends with the monkey and they're like practicing with what's, the monkey what's the actor's name Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito, yeah. So Danny DeVito was like practicing with the monkey, and he like gets the note, and it's fine or whatever. And then he does it in character, and the monkey like gets really scared and like won't come to him. Yeah. And he's like, "So the monkey was really scared of me at first, but we ended up spending the whole day at the beach together, and it was okay <laughs> after that." <laughs> um, That's hilarious. Yeah, that whole ending scene was kind of bizarre with Catwoman. Yeah. <laughs> Her whole nine lives was very literal. (laughs) So, Max Shrek, in a big cage, he gets the monkey to get him the key. He gets out of the cage. Catwoman's there, and she's like, you jerk, you're a bad man. And then he's like, what do you want? I'll give you a big ball of yarn. And then she's like, I want your blood. And he's like, I gave some. I already gave you some. (laughs) Yeah, Max Shrek's just an idiot, actually. (laughs) And she's like, you gave me a pint. I want gallons. (laughs) And then Batman comes down and he's like, what are you doing? Don't do that or whatever. And then, um, no, he's like, we got to arrest him. And then Catwoman's like, no, he never gets arrested. He's too rich. And then. Well, um, he, she's like, the justicism isn't, isn't, doesn't apply to him or us. And then he's like, Batman's like, we're the same. And then he's like, <laughs> you and me, we're the same. And I was like, you're not the same. And he was love- like, he's like, we're two halves. Split right down the middle. That was <laughs> And <golden>. then <laughs> it shows, like, it shows Shrek's, like, Max Shrek's, like, reaction every time they speak, which I think is hilarious. Because he's just there watching the whole time. Um, and then Bruce Wayne is like, we're the same. And then he takes off his, he rips off his he cowl. He rips it. <laughs> That's the- <laughs> Like, right in front of Max Shrek. Like, what was... I don't well, he's understand. expecting he's going to go to jail. Yeah. yeah. So he's he- trying to save... 
save him. So he's re- revealing his secret identity to someone he thinks is going to survive. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, but he rips his mask. Yeah, yeah like genuinely rips. I wonder if he has to do that every time. Maybe that's, that's why, he has, why so he has so many. I love that he has all his bat suits on hangers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because in, like, the suit, it, you can see it, like, I don't know, it looks like a yeah, like a mask that you pull off, you know, yeah. and it kind of goes down to his shoulders. But then he rips but it. But he rips it, and obviously they planned for this scene, but I just love how it's, it looks ripped, like it's all rigid, but it's, like, perfectly, like, around his chin, up his head, you yeah. know, like, just revealing his face. And then he just tosses it to the side. And then like, Max Shrek is like, why is Bruce Wayne dressed up like Batman? <laughs> yeah. And Callum's like, he is Batman, you moron. And then doesn't she, she takes off her mask too. Yeah. Was that before or after? I think it was after. So Max after. Shrek is just like oblivious to everything. Yeah. And he's just like, what? For everything that's happening. And then he's like, hey, you want to come... We can we can run away together, and then Selena's like, "I would love to love, live in your castle, but I couldn't." And then she like gives him a big scratch, and she turns around and she's like, "I don't remember what she says, but she kisses." Well, well she gets shot like, like seven. Times. She's like, "I oh, hope yeah. you have enough in there for." Or she's like, "Oh yeah, because Max Shrek has have a gun. taken two of my lives this week. I hope you have enough in there for." seven more or something like that so shrek has again he shoots batman batman falls back and then catwoman's like well i have nine lives or whatever and then she yeah. runs towards him and she sh- he shoots her like six times or something well, like- he shoots her and she's like six <laughs> then he shoots her two more five four <laughs> shoots her again three <laughs> and then he has it like right up to her stomach and it's out it's out delicious so she grabs a taser and also, <laughs> like, they're big next to a big electric conduit thing. And she rips it out of the wall and then she kisses. She puts up the taser to his lips and then kisses the other side of the taser and, like, gets electrified. And yeah, sparks and then they blow flying. up and then Batman goes to look at him and in my notes, fried. <laughs> in my notes, I wrote down that was an electrifying kiss. The, spark, you could, the, the sparks were flying. Yeah, and it's a funny joke. <laughs> nice. Um, I also think they used the same dummy that, you know, when Joker shakes that dude's hand and then he gets electrocuted and he's a skeleton, like a black skeleton. Yeah. I think they used the same dummy. For oh, him. I think you're right. And Probably. Just put a wig on him. I loved it. It's just like burnt flesh and like beady eyes. And yeah. it's, I don't know, it's, it's, I would say my expectations aren't that high, but just, you know, it's, yeah, it's so obviously like a prop and they like glued white hair to it. Yeah. I laughed out loud to that. I'm like all your skin melted off, but your hair is fine. It's like, nice. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. And then Batman's just driving around and he's sad. And then, well, no, sees... right, right after that penguin comes out of the, out oh, of the water. Uh, yeah. That's probably the best part actually. Gargling sewage. I and... thought it was like blood. And then he, maybe it is sewage. And then he just dies. And then the penguins have like this ritual where they like <laughs> drag him into the but water. They don't even touch him. Like they we don't, just watched it, and the penguins aren't in contact with penguins' body. He's just like sliding six, along. Yeah, there's them. three on each side. They like march out next to his body, and then and they, they like, just, like walk. To they the water walk, with and his body is just like dragging along the ground <laughs> next to him, like into the water. And then Batman like. 
it's like the next day or whatever and Batman's driving around and he's all sad because no Catwoman and then he sees a shadow and he's like Catwoman? Because you don't find her body and yeah, then... and she had two lives left. Yeah, it's crazy. And then she shows up at the end because she like you see the bat or not the bat? Yeah, the bat signal and then you see her stand up. I didn't watch the end. I rushed over here. Really? Oh, really? <laughs> the very like last. It was like minutes, I didn't it's like see. the last thirty seconds. That is really frustrating. You see her that I didn't see that. Well, that's cool though. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, that's the best movie I think. Yeah. I like how that whole thing was just Tyler telling the story. Yeah. Like <laughs> the plot. It's kind of exhausting, but I just like I had to get it out of my system. Like the last scene when all the like there's like an army of penguins. I was like, like am I actually seeing this? So I like yeah. I got my family in. I was like, guys, you gotta watch this. And they're like, what? That's so dumb. And I was like, I know, it's amazing. <laughs> you kind of have to walk through it though to kind of understand certain things. Yeah. Because the the plot line isn't made very obvious, or at least I'm the surprised you of... could go through the whole plot like you just did. Like I don't remember <laughs> much yeah. of stuff that happened or like the plot thread was very confusing to me and i watched it this morning so yeah i feel like it it gets more manageable in the middle once it's picked up but the way they start things isn't very creative like the penguin's just been living in the sewers his whole life and then all of a sudden he wants to meet mom and dad so he kidnaps someone to to help him know who he is and it was just kind of a weird thing like you could have i don't know just gone to the surface yeah. uh, which one did you guys like better probably the first one the second one made me feel really I think gross I, I think I like the second one uh, I don't know it's tough I, I thought the second I one really was funnier I really love Jack Nicholson as the Joker I yeah. think he did a really good job but as far as the storyline I think I I think I like the second one better yeah I think I like the second one better as well even though I think I understood the first one more mm-hmm. but I think I don't watch these movies for the storyline. I just like just like watch just like the seeing, weird, yeah. And I feel just like, the nostalgia of it, yeah, and like the weird aesthetic. Yeah, I also this. i I think they did really good casting for both. Like, I actually really like Michelle Pfeiffer as yeah, as Catwoman, and Danny DeVito was a fantastic pervert penguin, <laughs> uh. <laughs> and I also like Christopher. Um, um, what's his last Walken? Yeah, for... who? Oh, is Christopher Walken Max Shred? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I hate. I did not like Catwoman. Like her dialogue does not like it. Really, I, I thought it was very Catwoman. Like once she was Catwoman, I loved her dialogue because she's very like. She's always just like, "Hey, there's a king size bed in the other room." Like that's the only thing that they. Well, that's kind of Catwoman. About. She's kind of a flirt, but only to because she her whole like her character has her trauma and loneliness comes from like at least in this one was not being able to have like a man like everyone nobody wanted her yeah and then she kind of changed herself and now she kind of gets back and at, Bruce Wayne was like what at, like tyrannical men for using her you know flirtation and yeah and and things like that so was there ever a part in this movie where you're like maybe she's a good guy 
Yeah, I mean, like, seemed like she had that pull towards. She didn't really. Seem that, but she like... just wanted revenge on Max Shrek. It didn't seem like she was doing evil things. She just wanted revenge on this guy who killed her. Yeah. Which, fair enough. Yeah. She was kind of in the same position as Joker. Like, nothing's really going right or my way, so I'm just going to go for revenge, and I don't care what I. Like, she just doesn't have any rules because she doesn't have any self esteem. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. She, um,. Speaking of her casting, she was going to be... Oh, what's her name? I can't remember who it was. I just had it. But um, it was like Sean something wanted to be have that role. And she like showed up to the Warner Brothers offices in a Catwoman suit and yeah. wouldn't leave because <laughs> she really wanted the role. And they're just like, don't let her in. Good and, for her. <laughs> yeah. But she obviously didn't get the role. Yeah. Um. So mad respect for that. <laughs> That's hilarious. And also Michelle Pfeiffer, she actually like like all those rope, all those whip tricks she does. She learned how to do that. Oh, also she put that like actual live bird in her mouth. Oh yeah, like twenty like, times, multiple or times. Like that. <laughs> that whole scene was weird. That's so the weird. Bird. Like yeah. here, birdie, birdie. Also, she's always like and licking. Runs over. Nice kitty, nice kitty. <laughs> Every time she like licks something, I was like, ugh. They yeah. do that in all the movies. And the one with Halle Berry, too. The the officer, she just, like, licks him from chin to forehead. <laughs> just a Catwoman move. Yeah. I guess so. Well, she's... She doesn't know what kissing is. She's a, she's yeah. a cat, so she's just, like... Well, she does. She just knows how to kiss like a cat. And she, she's just very, like, biased against men. She just doesn't like men because they're all the same and so she just uh, she like before she attacks or like kills him or something she has to get a a lick in that's Catwoman man what you gonna do what are you gonna do what are you gonna 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 do do when you get licked from your chin to your forehead you know (laughs) that's all right well um I think we should wrap it up yeah I'm excited for the Flash movie more Michael Keaton maybe probably less Penguin Probably less live penguins. Yeah, I'd say. But I would like to see at least one. I think he's going to do great, though. I loved him as the vulture. Vulture? Yeah, Yeah, he was really good. And so I think he's going to do a great Batman. I think he should. I think there are definitely aspects of this Batman that he should keep. You know? Like, I kind of like how he's not much of a player. He's kind of more awkward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um,. But I definitely think the dialogue's going to be a lot better. Yeah. I think you're right. I'm excited. We might not get to it for a couple weeks. Um, but when we do, it's going to be awesome. I'm yeah. excited to see this movie that's been in development for like six years or whatever. Hopefully it's good. Reactions are out, but I've tried to avoid them. Cool. Well, follow us on Instagram at xwingguyspod. Yeah. And email us at xwingguyspod at gmail.com. And we will talk at you next week. No, possibly next week. Tyler's going away. I'm going away. Bert and I might do something, but we're not sure. Till next time. Till next time. To you, it's going to be mere mere minutes anyways, so. Yeah. Because you're going to be binging these episodes. Yeah. <laughs> In the future. <laughs> All right, have a good week. Bye.